My fellow Americans, are you tired of the new normal? Are you tired of the lies? Election fraud. You know the thing that the mainstream media and big tech says doesn't exist? It is time to end it. We must keep going. If you can't fly, run. If you can't run, walk. If you can't walk, crawl. But by all means, keep moving. Many of you are sitting here because you're wanting to know what the plan is. This has to be peaceful! We have the right to peacefully assemble! The solution has been in front of us all along. Ask God if you should step into the gap and become a part of the plan. The plan is simple. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you. Ask what you can do for your country. We are the plan. If you're waiting for others to do the work for you, you're going to be waiting a long time. We are Conservative Daily. Welcome back, everybody, to Conservative Daily. I have invaded the Matrix again. Dude, what happened to you? What, what, what are we doing here? I'm too Come ugly, on, bro. I, I, we already know. The Whoa. Hates this. <laughs> and do you like my new do? Oh, yeah. You're looking fly. <sighs> Pretty fly for a white guy. <laughs> Half white guy. Half white guy. Oh, <laughs> uh, you can't. Say, maybe you can't say that because yes, we're, uh, we're we're talking about about some race stuff today, right? We're going to talk a lot about race stuff today, but I th- I, I want to get into I want to get into some stuff related to Kanye West. Yee, yee. We're going to talk about yee. You know, I I have always been amazed. I have always been amazed at the things that that we find ourselves talking about that show the absolute stupidity of the left and the establishment on the right because they adopt this stuff. So the left tells a story, goes out, puts a story out. So put the story out, and then the next thing you know, we're having a conversation about the story that's not true, that everyone knows isn't true, but the establishment's like, well, you did this, and you did... I put up with that from the establishment all the time. But I want to talk about... I want to talk about our friend. But before we do, I guess we're going to be talking about the Conejo Valley School Board meeting this evening. So, and I just want to mention this. Uh, we had... Yeah. You remember we had Steve Schneider on, right? Yeah. So, and Steve was awesome, by the way. Um, Let's give everybody an update on who Steve is, because it was a very, very widely watched show. Mm-hmm. But he's been standing in the gap with a lot of other parents. Yeah, so for those of you who don't remember, Steve Schneider is a father uh, in California, and he was the one we had on about a month ago, if I remember right. He had his home searched by police after he went and protested at a school board meeting and spoke out against inappropriate material that they were showing to at the time his eight-year-old daughter uh he came out very strongly against this the school board then targeted him they called in false threats and cops showed up and searched his home because we live in america 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 so steve uh has pulled out all the stops this evening he has you can go to caneoalert.com they have a school board meeting tonight so let, let me let me just it's gonna be live streamed there. So it's C O N E J O A L E R T dot com. And they're gonna live stream that school board meeting. Yeah, if you go to Caneo Alert, it'll bring you to both his Instagram account, which is uh, 
at thousand underscore oaks underscore dad. Uh, that is his personal Instagram account. It'll also be on the school site. But he has four individuals. One of them is Chloe, who's been in the news, and a few others who are actually v- speaking very openly about detransitioning because they are themselves uh, individuals who went through this. They started transitioning to the opposite gender. Now they're completely uh, opposed to the idea and are speaking out uh, to warn other children and warn parents about what this, uh, what this agenda actually is. Um, the police have already said there's going to be, they're going to have drones and they're going to have a very visible presence because I think there's been, uh, there's been threats. Um, but Steve also had a video with Mario Presents, uh, who's with Gays with Groomers. Yeah. Uh, they had a video that went viral a few weeks ago. Um, they had a school board meeting September 22nd, I believe it was. And they have like 2 million views on this video of Mario speaking about, uh, keeping this indoctrination out of the schools and to stop sexualizing their kids and brainwashing them. Uh, so Mario's going to be there, and he uh, he might be able to actually come on during the show. We're going to see if we can live stream it. I'm going to stay, uh, see if we can rebroadcast some of it, because it's supposed to be... Steve said that he's going really hard on him tonight. So we might ha- be able to have Mario on live tonight from the school board meeting. Uh, so just keep that in update. Make sure you go check out his website so... Uh, you can uh, follow Steve and, and watch this live stream. I encourage all of you to to follow this and to support what they're doing over there because Steve is a warrior. He is absolutely a warrior. And the Gays Against Groomers, it is growing like crazy. So one of my friends calls me, Joe, you got a minute? And I was like, yeah, what's up, man? And he goes, well, you know, I've been following you. You know who I'm talking about. I've been following you. And, you know, I think what you're saying is right. I can't come out and say that. We sit in our circles and we talk about it. We're like, wait, that effing Joe. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, you say that? He goes, oh, absolutely. We sit around and talk about it. And his his husband, boyfriend, I don't even know anymore. I'm sorry. I don't know anymore. I want to call you out. Like, I seriously want to call you out. But I'm not going to. And he goes, Joe, you know, we're, we're tired of them grooming these kids, too. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy what we have to. So he's from New York. He he lives uh, in the Midwest, and he says the problem is not just is, is not centralized in in liberal areas. He's one of the first people that came out to me and says, "Joe, it doesn't matter what school they go to. They could go to the most conservative school out there. The Department of Education is passing down curriculum, and all of these school districts are adapting it. And in the university they're recruiting people to go teach so they can get this communist ideology into the schools it's happening right it's happening and this guy is an an academic and he says all gay people that have any sort of common sense are gay are against grooming kids in school they're against it 100 percent and so you got a small group of people that are running around saying oh these guys are bigots these guys are bigots you have things like Twitter, which has all of the whacked out, moronic groomers. Literally, didn't we catch one? Didn't we catch one? Or was that Facebook? No, we caught a gro- we caught a groomer at, and Twitter. He was caught in a sex sting in California. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, so the groomer thing is like a big deal for these sickos, and they hang out in the tech world. But most people that are gay or straight don't want kids to be indoctrinated with sexual orientation being the one thing on their mind. They don't want it. And, and I don't know of any children in 
second grade to tenth grade, now let's go all the way up to tenth grade, who don't have some sort of thought about uncomfortability with their bodies and who they are. That's why you're a kid. That's why you're growing up through that. You have to learn it, right? You have to you have to become you have to settle in and become comfortable with who you are as a person, as a human being. But no, they want to take advantage of people in their most vulnerable time. So he was telling me, he's like, look, Joe, nobody. So this, 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 this whole concept of gays against rumors is what he thinks is not just gays. It's any normal good person should be against grooming and indoctrinating and using this stuff inside of our schools. Any of them. Amen. It's shocking that we have to say that these days. It really is. It kind of blows my mind to this day that we still have to talk about not encouraging, uh, you know, adults to indoctrinate like five-year-olds and then to encourage them to hey, Joe. mutilate themselves surgically. Hey, Joe, come on, man. <laughs> you should have heard him. <laughs> it was funny. I was like, okay, stay straight. And he's like, that's not funny. <laughs> <laughs> and I know he's listening because I told him we were going to talk about it today. And he goes, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to listen in, Joe. I got you. I got you, Joe. All right. Well, I want to talk more about our friend Yee, who's a little crazy E. Or is he? He did an interview with Tucker Carlson this week. And the radical left doesn't want you to watch this. But, you know, another spirit animal for me is Tucker Carlson. He is the guy that literally gets out there and he says it as calm as day. He goes, you know you guys are crazy, right? <laughs> and he says it so calmly. He goes, yeah, that stuff really pisses me off. So we're going to talk about it, and I know that I'm going to get in trouble with it at Fox, but I'm going to talk about it anyway. And he brings ye, Kanye West, on. But before that, let's ask the question. Is Kanye West crazy? Let's go ahead and play cut one. But it's West's latest incarnation as a kind of Christian evangelist that brought us to his office in Los Angeles today for the interview you're about to see. Days ago, during Fashion Week in Paris, West, accompanied by his friend Candace Owens, unveiled a t-shirt that read simply, White Lives Matter. The response from the fashion industry and international media was instantaneous and uniform. Shock, horror, rage. There is no excuse for this, thundered the New York Times. West is legitimizing extremism, shrieked Rolling Stone, etc., etc. What was strikingly missing from the coverage, however, was any explanation for why West did this. What was the T-shirt about? No one seemed to think to ask him, much less to listen to what he had to say. Instead, the enemies of his ideas dismissed West, as they have for years, as mentally ill. Too crazy to take seriously. Look away, ignore him. He's a mental patient. There's nothing to see here. But is West crazy? So, it's a good question. Is, is West he crazy? crazy? And that, that cat is brilliant. He is brilliant. I also want to point something out, because we're going to talk about it today. And, you know, I, I have a mixed bag as far as my family. And if you were to come to dinner at any one of my family members' house, you would be instantaneously uncomfortable. And anyone that lives in an interracial environment or even an intercultural environment knows exactly what I'm talking about. It gets uncomfortable for other people on the outside because they walk in and they're like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Kanye West made a comment where he was going to go scorched earth, basically what he said. What he's got, DEFCON 3 mm -hmm. on the Jewish people. 
right? He said that. And we're going to talk about Elon Musk reaching out to him to find out what he was talking about. But right away, he got blocked on Twitter. Right away. It's like, bam, bam. Now, keep in mind that Twitter is located in California, home of Hollywood. What Kanye West is talking about is the people inside of Hollywood who are not Jewish. They're Jewish. Okay? He's talking about those people that would do harm to people in their community. Not the Jewish religion, but the, I'll call it, cultural appropriations of people that, that use being Jewish as a shield against doing bad things to people. So they're back here beating people, doing really bad things to people, and then holding up a shield, saying, I'm Jewish, you can't say anything to me, otherwise I'll call you anti-Semitic. Kanye West was calling attention to those evil people who were born Jewish, but literally are faithless, evil people. That's what I believe Kanye was talking about. But before we go to that, let's, let, let's hear a little bit more from Tucker. Let's go to cut two. So this part is, uh, and this I wanted everyone to remember, why did Kanye get called nuts? When did they start attacking him? Because he was Kanye before this, right? It was as soon as he started wearing a Trump Can- hat. Cancel culture. Let's go ahead and do it. From Paris Fashion Week, you just landed, and yeah. a lanyard's still on from it, and there's a photograph on it. What is that? It's a photograph of a baby's ultrasound. Why is that? And that you designed that? Yes. Why? What does that mean? Uh, it just represents life. I'm pro-life. Boy, so you wear it on a badge. What what kind of response do you get? And, and good, amen. I agree. I don't care about people's responses. I care about the fact that there's more black babies being aborted than born in New York City at this point, that 50% of black death in America is abortion. So I me. really don't care about people's responses. I perform for an audience of one, and that's God. Oh, yeah! Sorry, I had that. I'm starting to see why they want to make you be quiet. Um, how, when did you start to feel this way? When did you start to realize this? I, I really felt like, I think I started to really feel this need to express myself on another level when Trump was running for office and I liked him yes. and every single person in Hollywood from my ex-wife to my mother-in-law to my manager at that time to you know my my so-called friends slash handlers around me told me like if I said that I like Trump that my career would be over that my life would be over uh, they said stuff like people get killed for wearing a hat like that. They threatened my life. They put my life. They basically said that I would be killed uh, for uh, wearing the hat. I had a, a, someone call me last night and said anybody wearing a White Lives Matter shirt is going to be greenlit, and that means that they're going to beat them up if they wear it. And I'm like, you know, okay, green light me then. <laughs> you know? You know, God builds warriors in a different way. I don't know if it's because of me being born in Atlanta and growing up on the south side of Chicago that, you know, he made me for such a, such a time like this. Whoa. It's like with David. You know, he tended to the sheep, but while he was out there, he had to fight all kinds of animals. <laughs> so when it was time for Goliath to come, he thought because he was a sheep herder this is so good. that he didn't have the skill set to take down I want everyone to listen to this. And the thing that I have is the position. I have my heart, 
But the number one thing is we have God on our side. And for the people, even if you don't believe in God, God believes in you. Dude, what? this whole interview is like this. What? Guys, listen to me. Kanye West. Now, I've always liked Kanye, Kanye West. Kanye for president. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I want you to, I mean, listen to me here. Listen to me. He said, hmm. He said, for such a time as this, you, you know, I, I, would often, I would often go out and say, people would be like, hey, Joe, they're, they're saying this bad thing about you and that bad thing about you. And I said, and I used to tell people, and you've heard me say this, right? Be consistent in your character. Doesn't mean you're not going to make mistakes. And there, and there are times, I mean, I, I was at a, a bar, and someone brandished a, a, a knife in front of me last week. Hunted me down at the, at the, the bar. I knew that it was a, just a, a guy that was there to confront me. Then brandished a knife in front of all my friends. At that point, I was going to tear his head off. I was going to strike before being stricken. There was no way I was going to let anybody intimidate me, my friends, my, my family. It wasn't going to happen. And you would say, Joe, come on, you, you lost your cool. Maybe. Or maybe I am, as I've been described, a sheepdog. Maybe I am, I, my nickname's been what for the last 10 years? Mufasa. Mufasa. They, they've literally called me that in business because they're like, Joe, you lead from the front. Now, I'm not, this isn't about who is Joe. This is about Kanye West not being crazy. He is intense. He is intent. And he stands up for what's right. He wears a lanyard around his neck that says, I am pro-life. And that is an ultrasound of a baby. He says that I, I answer to no one. I answer to God. And even if you don't believe in God, God believes in you. I mean, think about how strong of a, of a statement that is. And I'm sorry we played the, the cheering crowd, but that is a thing in his heart that's happening. <laughs> and I get so excited because courage is so infectious. Who is he going to infect? Who is he going to infect? We haven't even gotten to the good stuff about what he says inside of this. There's so much. He, he wore, I'm doing a whole show on Kanye West, and the world is burning around us on election integrity. I get it. I get it. I see it. I'm excited about it. Dominion, ESNS, Smartmatic, the Secretary of State of Colorado, who's a total trash heap. The Antifa judge that is ruling against a, an appeal of the people to recall someone in the legislature. She says, you're going to have to wait till January, hoping that they can cool it off to keep another Democrat. I kid you not. I kid you not. I get it. But let's slow down and talk about Jesus. Let's slow down and talk about God. Let's slow down and talk about a man who is putting himself out there. I am going to have Kanye West on this show. It is going to happen. It's going to happen in the next couple weeks. I will have him on this show. Promise you. Because that is a guy that should be, that's all he should be doing at shows. He, he should be out there speaking the word and talking sensibility so he can get past this radical left movement to try and cancel him and silence him. Because he's telling you the quiet part out loud. And the sound bites, no. 
Let's hear why he wore the, the White Lives Matter shirt. Let's go ahead and play cut three. So you made reference to the White Lives Matter t-shirt mm -hmm. which you brought out at Paris Fashion Week. Yeah. Why, why did you do that and what did it mean? You know, I, did, I do certain things from a feeling. I like, I just, I just channel the energy. It just feels right. It's using a gut instinct, a connection with God, and that's what hap that's what's happening. It's God is like preparing us for the real for the real battles. And we are we are in a battle with the media. Like the majority of the media has a, a godless agenda and the jokes are not working. This whole like, oh yeah, he's crazy and all these things, they don't work because the media has, you know, they've also watched travesties happen, just even specifically to me and just watch it and act like it wasn't happening. And they stay quiet about it. Uh, what if they, so, what if they what, I want to answer the, the white, yeah. I, I feel like someone caught what I was saying, the comparison of Tanya Harden about the, the white lives matter. You know, my dad is an educated uh, ex-Black Panther and he put a text to me today, he said, white lives matter, ha 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 ha. And I said, I thought the shirt was a funny shirt. I thought the idea of me wearing it was funny. And I said, Dad, what do you think it was funny? He said, just, just a black man stating the obvious. Does this seem like someone who's crazy? Number one, obvious question, other than what, you know, the black man stating the obvious. But, Joe, I, I don't want to no. give a thought there. Go. This, Go. Preach. This, you guys. <laughs> Because there's there's Tell a couple Zach more clips from this. <laughs> Zach, just out of coffee. <laughs> uh, there is so much in this interview, and I really encourage you to watch the whole thing. Next, he talks, and you're gonna like the 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 next clip because he talks about leadership, and that's really 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 important. But this is the same thing. We look at all these politicians, and this is the reason I I think this is so important. What he is talking about is the exact same types of pressure that people are getting in the political spectrum. It's it's very much the same thing that all these little pieces of garbage who are out there pushing the big lie and trying to convince us that we're all nuts and trying to get us to stay silent. When Kanye West came out and did something very simple, which is speak truth, and choose a side. That side, to dumb it down, was Trump. But when Kanye West come out, comes out and says the biggest uh, you know, murder of black people, the biggest loss of life of black life is abortions. And he says that, and then radical left comes out, him, a black icon who's been very successful, they come out and call him irredeemable. They call him the nut job. He's a racist. This is, this is what they do. This man came out very strongly in defense of what? Lives? The lives of babies? And for the lives of the black community. They want you to, yeah, they want you to pay attention to the, <laughs> the, the epidemic of black Americans being murdered by cops. Kanye West, Kanye West says, no, here's the real problem. We're killing all of our own children, and he's irredeemable immediately. Again, he gets the same treatment. Again. Hey, but you know what? You know what I love about him? I love about him? As he's, and, and this is what they don't get. This is what they don't get. We don't care. And I say we, because shoulder to shoulder. I'll stand shoulder to shoulder with Kanye West. 100%. What they do to him, they do to me. 
What they do to him, they do to you. You know, he's standing up and stating the obvious because the obvious has become the, has become the thing that gets you canceled. When you talk about truth, you get canceled. When you talk about truth, they want to they wanna, they wanna persecute you. When you talk about people and who they are, they want to take you out. You're, you're, you can't talk about that. That takes away from our money. It takes away from our power. It takes away our ability to make victims of people in our communities. And if, if, by the way, if it's not about victimology, if it's not about being creating victims, thank you, brother. If it's not about that, sorry, I had to get a new coffee. If it's not about that, then what is it about, Apollo? What, what is it about? If, if it is not, if it is not about protecting and showing character, I didn't say you can't do bad things. I mean, Kanye West has done some pretty stupid things. He ran, he, he's done some stupid things. Here's the thing. We all have, every single one of us, has things in their life that hopefully you don't feel regret for. You just recognize that you shouldn't have done it. You shouldn't have done it. But with that said, he's standing up now. And you would say, well, where was he 10 years ago? Where was he 20 years ago? I'll tell you where he was. He had his head in the sand, and he was enjoying life. The guy that grew up on the south side of Chicago, he had to teach himself some things. But the maturity that, maturity that he shows... I mean, that maturity is unbelievable. His evolution from 10 years ago is, is almost unrecognizable. And he said it early on. He said, very much what they have now in the media is a godless society. And it's the same thing that they have in schools. It's why I, I wanted to bring up the, uh, the school board meeting tonight. It's the exact same thing. It's completely godless. And that man, you see, you see this man now, that is a man who has a firm faith in God. I'm, by the way, I'm getting text messages I'm getting text messages from people like, Joe, preach! <laughs> I, I got family members. I got friends. I got kids. I, t- I said I was going to talk about this today. I got kids that at 18 years old were slinging drugs, playing football with me. I've known these kids for over a decade. I was like, you're going to want to hear this tonight. I'm going to be talking about white lives mattering. I'm going to be talking about ye. You're going to learn something. I'm getting from one... Here. All right, right. Here's what Damien said. Ready? Bro, you'd be better off if you only presented half-truths because the full truth people can't handle. (laughs) (laughs) Damien, bro, I got you. While I'm on here, I'm answering text messages, and it's not because I don't want to pay attention to you, but because it's relevant. I told people, I sent out a group text... And I go, we're going to talk about reality. We're going to talk about cancel culture. We're going to talk about the radical left is losing their mind. And the radical left is listening to this podcast right now. They are looking for things. They go, man, if I would just, just I need to, we need to shut Joe up. Just shut him up. Okay, I'm going to shut up for a minute and I'll let Paulo talk. <laughs> I just, well, what you said about, uh, about Kanye West uh, mentioning him in the past. And uh, you talked about people having things that, that they regret or being in a different place. That is an evolution that is very easy to make a shift like Kanye did if you turn to something higher. 
If you yeah. look, if you continue looking down this godless path Amen. and this godless society, they want us to, which is why they put all these stars in front of us. This is I'm gonna I'm gonna make a real quick comparison, then I want to play the next cut. In the political sphere, you have to toe the line. You have to say the right things, have the right talking points. You can't go too off script. You know, right now you can't talk about elections, you can't talk about other things, but you have your talking points. In the media, it's the exact same thing. They have the gatekeepers, and it's why Kanye got so bashed uh, years ago because he came out supporting Trump, and all of a sudden he did a big no-no because this whole, you know, the CIA media, like you you mentioned CIA news and the CIA, Hollywood, and all this stuff, it's all the same establishment. So you can't really piss off some of the overlords on one side and not the other. Kanye got too political, and it wasn't for the right reasons, because they can have politicians and they can have uh, all these celebrities come out and say, "Be a tranny." Let's all act like uh, you know professional strippers on stage and tell your kids that it's okay to be gay and do whatever and have lived completely degenerate lifestyles. You come out as a Christian, and all of a sudden, you are a major target. Um, but Kanye, I think, changed his life because he he made a choice. He made a choice. So I want to play this next one. This is where he talks about leadership. And I think this is it's uh, important because he talks about his mother and father. And, and then he, his final statement in this clip is really good. All right. Like my dad is the most brilliant person that I know. And we actually have a strained relationship because I was taken from him. Because my mom was an actress, so she was a liberal. And my dad would see certain things and say, you know, we should do it this way, we should do it that way. And the people got around my mom and pulled her away, much like, you know, Kim is a Christian, but she has people who want her to go to Interview Magazine and put her ass out while she's a 40-something-year-old multi-billionaire with four black children. And this is what, how fashion wants to, uh, how they want to present her. So I know you give these um, you get these questions and I give you like these three part answers. Is this a cool format for you? Yeah, I love you it. Following? Okay, cool. And I am following it. All right. So you said um, that your father said when he saw the shirt "White Lives Matter," it's great to see a black man stating the obvious. So, by which I think you meant that's obviously true. Yeah, that my favorite response because I kept on thinking like you know people they're looking for an explanation and people say well as an artist you don't have to give an explanation but as a leader you do yes i think that's right so the answer to why i wrote white lives matter on a shirt is because they do it's the obvious thing yeah i want to say something really quick let's flip the script a little bit let's flip the script i learned as much about Tucker Carlson in this interview as I learned about Kanye West. Let me, just, let, me, let me explain to you something. Tucker Carlson in this interview, you could, you could see it in his eyes. For the, for the, I, and I just actually sent him a text message that says, well done. That was the best interview I've ever seen. I learned as much about you as I did about Kanye West. Because he said, is this the right format? Because Kanye West could see that Tucker was, was affected by what he was saying. It connected with 
everything in this the spiritual nature of who who Tucker it came out and in Tucker's hard shell talk about things yeah 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 you know stays away from certain topics knows how to put up shields right people are like he's not going far enough you learn something about Tucker Carlson in this interview because you could see a couple things this is my opinion but you can see a couple things and this is why I tell everyone I'm telling you right now we're winning this is the most fun podcast I've ever done. I'm more excited about this interview than I am anything else. Because it wasn't just seeing how God is using Kanye West. Yee. It's how God is using Tucker. And if you don't if you watch the interview and you see the back and forth, you can see it in his eyes. And you can't fake that can't fake it he says and i'm following you 100 he answered tucker doesn't typically answer with a justification of where he is Mm -hmm. he doesn't go back and watch any interview tucker will ask questions yeah yeah he keeps it light but this wasn't light i watched the kyle rittenhouse interview and that had that had that that was Vanilla compared to what we're seeing right here with Kanye West. God's doing some incredible things. And, you know, and, and I don't know how to say it any more excited than that. But if you watch the rest of this interview, you'll see it. This interview is powerful. And for those of you that want to see someone completely let their wall down, if not just for a minute. Just in the middle of this where you could see that, that Tucker Carlson just went through. And, and look, he's still the same guy. I mean, you watch other interviews that he does, and he, he knows that he's a professional. He's been doing this a long time. But you could see his heart. You could see the things that he said, and I agree with you. He, he not only, when, when, when Kanye West spoke, he didn't only give him affirmation of what he felt, he gave him affirmation about how he, how he saw things personally. Imagine how powerful that is. And imagine what Kanye West has given up so far. He's now divorced. He didn't want it. He's fallen his faith in God. He talks about David. He talks about the, the struggles that are in the Bible. He talks about having faith despite all of that. And he talks about leadership, standing up and, and leading from the front. The, all the things that Kanye West said had to resonate with Tucker Carlson. Because Tucker is a leader. He is leading from the front. He does believe in, in, in uh, pro-life. He does believe that what's happening in our country is a travesty to all humanity. And it's going to end up hurting and killing millions, if not billions, across the world if we don't get it together. And Kanye said, listen, it, it doesn't matter. What matters is what's right. And my dad said it to me a long time. Growing up, he just told me all the time. He's like, what's right is rarely popular, and what's popular is rarely right. And Kanye is, is walking that path for such a time as this. Super amazing. But then you have those people that, you know, that are in Hollywood, tone deaf. Let's call these people tone deaf. So hats off to you, Tucker. Hats off to you, Kanye. I am going to get him on the show. 
<laughs> I called a couple of people today and said, make it happen, or I'm flying wherever I have to go in order to get them on the show. Um, I've got one more I want to play from Kanye. You do? Then let's jump right. into this other idiot. Yeah, go ahead. Industries outside of our country are doing anything to keep it as it was. And everyone's just afraid. God is love. And I understand I come off scary sometimes because I'm like, I'm going to protect my kids. I'm going to protect my reputation. I'm going to protect my brand. And there's times when you have to pull the guns out. You have to pull the swords out. You have to have righteous indignation as a Christian for everyone that ever said, I can't get mad because I'm a Christian. As a Christian, it's like, yeah. I don't understand how you can work. And that party talks about our country being under, under attack. This is a very calm, uh, level-headed individual who's, and I'm just, I'll compare it to Trump uh, yeah. in the way that he's speaking very directly to the hearts of Americans and he's speaking very groundedly. Um, but, you know, of course, he's irredeemable. Kanye's White Lives Matter shirt and Tucker Carlson appearance prove it. He doesn't want a way back. A way back to what? A way back to the devil? A way back to to what they're doing in, in the underground in Hollywood? What they're doing in the underground and abusing women and children and making them sex objects and treating people as if they, could, they just need to be victims? A way back to destroying the streets and, and dropping fentanyl in everybody's soup? A way back to what? What do we want a way back to? What would Kanye want? What, what did they have? <laughs> what does the radical left have that anybody wants? I just want to know. They put him in a psych ward before. What do they have that anyone would want? What do you have? Is it money? Is money? Is money? What you, you know, I walk around with cash in my pocket. Right? I, I have cash in my pocket. And, uh... You know, I, I carry uh, whatever, a, a little bit of cash in my pocket. <laughs> and, and I did this experiment. I just took out some money, um, and I, I don't know if it was an experiment. I just I, I started to become more present on what I saw. And I had a, you know, a little bit of money in my pocket. And uh, it was the first or fifth or whatever. Two weeks later, I had the same amount of money in my pocket. Three weeks later, I had the same amount of money in my pocket. Four weeks later, the money that I, I had went back and I was like, okay, it's so what I spent money on. And it was money that I'd given people that had, you know, gratuities here or, but I, I mean, I, I didn't spend that money. just does not, it doesn't appeal to me. And, and you could say, well, Joe, that's easy for you to say. Maybe, but I grew up with nothing. This episode of Conservative Daily is brought to you by DCF Guns. They're not just a supporter and a partner. Of the show, they're an organization that is on the front line of promoting safe and responsible gun ownership. Along with being a staunch defender of the Second Amendment, they have a lot of different things inside of their three ranges and stores. So they have a gunsmith at every location. They have the ability to do massive amounts of training, uh, anything from beginners all the way up to uh, competitive shooting. Um, they're also the best gun store in Colorado. 
Uh, between a mar- massive arsenal of top-tier firearms, competitive pricing on ammunition, they're a go-to resource for newcomers and expert shooters alike. Memberships there start for as little as $25 a month and offer an arsenal of benefits beyond that, such as store-wide discounts and special access to training. Even better, what you're seeing right now is DCF Guns also has an e-commerce option, meaning you can take advantage of the awesome prices without leaving your home. Just visit dcfguns.co and start browsing. I do want to tell you that as a listener of conservative-daily.com, you get an additional 5% off everything in the store. You have to use discount code Joe. That's J-O-E. That's discount code Joe. Go to dcfguns.co and use discount code Joe. J-O-E. That's me. Or it's coffee, cup of Joe. Um, But you can go there and save an additional 5% off every single thing on the site. Um, As always, we'll keep the range hot and the deals hotter only at DCF Guns in Castle Rock and Colorado Springs and now online available to everyone across the entire country. So it's not money. So what is it? Is it power? And what, is po- what does it mean to have power? Do you have power over another person? Do you have power in your life? Do you have, are you empowered? Like what is it that's so appealing about the radical left? What do they have that ha- is redeemable or that would make you feel like, I want that? What is it, Apollo? I mean, they always talk about negative this and everybody's bad and racist, homophobe, bigot, blah, 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 blah. Everybody wants to, blah, blah, blah. Everybody's going to die. Put the mask on. Ah, trust the science. Right? I mean, wh- what do they have? Well, Apollo. I mean, it's not, you know, on his side, it's pretty simple. Because, I mean, you talk about money. Kanye has money. He has power. He used to be wildly, wildly loved and famous as an icon, right? He screwed that up when he decided to... Uh, use his voice. He talks about it in the interview. I didn't want to come out. They they would uh, slam me. I was harassed. I was handled. Don't talk about Trump. I And it drove me crazy, he said, because why have a voice if you can't use it? What is the point of having this platform and I can't even speak what I truly believe? Right. And that is, it's exactly what they did with COVID. It's exactly what they've been trying to do with Ukraine versus Russia. It's why they came out and started calling you a Russian thing. And it's for two reasons. They want two effects. One, you shut up and stop causing problems. Be quiet and go away because your ideas are dangerous. And two, nobody else listen to him. His ideas are dangerous. It's just like Trump. It's just like they do with Putin. If you listen to him, you're in danger and you... Speaking, you shut up or we're going to make you in danger. It's very simple. That's it. You shut up, go away. No one else can listen to him. He's off limits. Get out. Fall. Trust the experts. Listen to MSNBC. Uh So we start an election, uh, you know, a democracy panel. Democracy, uh, whatever. Well, it's a battering ram. They just want to billy club you on the head. That's all it is. Yes. Yes. What do you say? Yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. To speak in Hillary Clinton voice. You know, uh, you're right. And you're not just partially right. You're right. But the reason why it's, I say not even but, yet the reason why I say that they don't have anything redeemable is because what platform do they operate from that isn't on the negative, that isn't on the destroy, 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 destroy. Look at what they've done to every community they've touched. They want to convince black people, specifically, I'm going to leave 
Hispanics out of this for a minute because I'll tell you what, the Hispanics, they haven't been as adversely affected by this, but they have been adversely affected by it because they, they have a strong community and they believe in having kids. It could be 13 years old, you're having a kid. And that family, that family unit is tight. They haven't been able to strip it of fathers yet. Mm-hmm. Some, but most, no. But in the black community, that eugenics is like a big thing. They want to destroy the black community. What does that tell you about who they are? The radical left. And, by the way, the blacks, I'll call them the Uncle Toms. Let's call, let's call those Uncle Toms what the Uncle Toms are. The Uncle Toms that run around saying, that the, the uh, what's his name? Uh, Jesse Jackson and Sharpton. Al Sharpton. Let's call them what they are, Uncle Toms. Why are they Uncle Tom? I'll tell you why they're Uncle Toms. Yeah, we need we need our we need our abortion because it's a right. We should have abortions on every corner. A Planned Parenthood. Yeah, we should have Planned Parenthood because you know what? We're planning Parenthood. Oh no, you're not. You're planning to kill babies. These are the Uncle Toms doing the work of evil people that wear their shield in front of them. I said it. Mm-hmm. Tell me how they're different than that. Tell me how they literally have you go into a plan. Mm, DOJ is the tool of the devil. Why? Because the DOJ is literally out there arresting those that are standing in front of abortion clinics. They're standing in front of abortion clinics, praying for them, saying there's another way. There's a place down there where you can go. Now, we're going to arrest them for giving them options. And say, no, 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 you're not giving them options. You're blocking their entrance. They didn't block the entrance. They stood there to talk to them. And after they were done talking, they yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Ruin that baby's life that could be the next president. Ruin that baby's life that could be the next, uh, I don't know, anything other than Bill Gates, I guess. Nikola Tesla, I mean, go down the line. You, you have any idea how many brilliant innovators and lights in this world? Over 70 million of them. Mm-hmm. Over 70 million of them. World changers. Over, over 70 million babies aborted. And Kanye's crazy. Kanye's the irredeemable. What, what is irredeemable about a man that is fighting for life? When the establishment, Margaret Sanger, look it up, radical leftist, Margaret Sanger. They're like, oh, we got to distance ourselves from Margaret Sanger. She was there to actually commit genocide in the minority community. That's why Planned Parenthood was created. That's why they call it Planned Parenthood. But they're not planning a parenthood. They're planning not to make you a parent. And now they, they hide behind, just so you know, it's all a farce. The whole thing, global warming is a farce. Protect the planet, Green New Deal, it's a farce. To conv- convince black people not to have babies. How, you think I'm wrong? You think I'm wrong? Show me I'm wrong. They're talking about we're overpopulated. You can't have babies. We just killed 70 million of you. Now we're importing people into the country while saying that we're going to kill the next generation. Yeah, how does that work? How do they say, let's bring in tens of thousands Uh, every month? Oh, but we have too many people. And by the way, the education level of those kids inside the inner city, black, brown, white, disadvantaged. Do you think they're looking at each other saying, hey, whitey, hey, what are you doing? They're not doing that. They're not doing that. Nobody cares. Apollo, what do I call everybody when I meet him? Every man that I meet. Brother. Brother. 
Every single man that I meet, I'm like, what's up, brother? How you doing? I could know them for five minutes or five years or 50 years. I'm not 50, so I'm not 50 years. Unless they're my spirit animal, and then maybe it's 50 years <laughs> prior. I call him brother. Why? Apollo, what would you do for your brother? I'd die for him. I'd do anything I needed to. Hence the fact that I call people brother. And we've had this conversation. Apollo, in the two years you've known me, how consistent have I been in my life? You are one of the, hands down, one of the most consistent people I've ever met. Day to day, like out of state, at home, you are the same man at all times. But I screw up. Sure. There's times that I use the potty potty mouth. I've had a potty mouth before. I've seen a couple potty mouths. I've I've been a potty mouth before. I I lose my composure. I just did a commercial today. I was a little bit of a potty mouth because I was late for this. The reason why I bring up my own foibles is so you understand that Kanye West is not perfect, never said he was perfect. But he's standing on principles that are, that, that are biblical. And they call him irredeemable. These people are shameful. They're disgusting. They attack this man. They bully this man. They literally try to do everything to destroy this man. And they use the apparatus of evil in order to do it. Well, by the way, tech companies and others suppress real stories. The truth doesn't matter. Let's take that down. The Green New Deal is bullshit. You want to hear what it is? It's bullshit. It's bullshit. It's designed to kill babies. You know what the whole thing is? Seek and destroy. Not seek to understand, not tolerance, not, hey, we have our own opinion over here. It's a devilish, satanic, let's just destroy everything in our path. And they use these tools to keep you from having a voice. I asked the question before, do you feel invincible? When I was in New Mexico, I was like, how many people here feel invincible? Or uh, invisible, excuse me, not invincible, invisible. How many people feel invisible? How many people that are listening to this right now feel invisible? How many of you feel invisible? Apollo, how many people do you think raised their hands? 80%. They did. And I go, I know. And Kanye West is basically saying the quiet part out loud, and he's like, you're not invisible. God sees you. And you know what? For such a time as this, he built this so that we would have a conversation and step in the gap and be in a place of interposition to stand between the devil himself and what he's trying to do to our community. And these clowns, let's put it up. Let's put up six, if you would. The musician's latest controversy reminds us who he's been the whole time, a guy who will do anything to be relevant. Let me read some of this to you. Tucker Carlson went on to great lengths to remix Kanye West for his large conservative audience on Thursday night, calling him an artist, describing his erratic tweet storms of free-form social media posts, and introducing him as a Christian evangelist. If you haven't been watching Fox News for the past 20 years, you'd never suspect it was the same network and time slot in which Bill O'Reilly once dismissed West as the dopey little rapper. But the network's view on West, who now goes by Yee, has shifted remarkably during the six years since the rapper Fashionista has made a hard right turn towards conservative libertarianism. Carlson was warming up viewers to the West as a lead-in to an exclusive two-part one-on-one interview shot at West Yeezy Fashion Brand Headquarters in Los Angeles. Let me explain something to you. Where's Bill O'Reilly? <laughs> I've read all of his books. They're actually decent books. But where is he? 
if you go to if you go to his uh, Instagram deal, it's all about dogs. You think I'm kidding? Go find Bill O'Reilly's Instagram page. He literally posts puppies. Because the world is puppies and, and rainbows. Well, so Bill I, O'Reilly doesn't know anything about black people. He has no idea what Kanye West is going through in his mind, where he's from, the, 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 the thing that happens in his soul, the things that he's searching for, his connection to God. No, they want to they basically say that he wants to be relevant. But Kanye West doesn't talk about himself being relevant. Did you notice that? What did he talk about? He talked about leadership. He talked about God. And he talked about other people. He talked about the black community. He talked about the... And more at length in the rest of the interview, he talked about the persecution and the, you know, basically the theft of the voice of American of the American people. He talked about the oppression that people have in being able to speak out and in the country that is attacking the American family and American values. Crazy. It's not about it? him. So he, he wants to be relevant when he's not even trying to be relevant. And why is a fashion think about this, fashion industry. Let's let's imagine, sure, okay, he's got a large conservative audience, which they, they admit here. You want to be successful in the fashion industry? You really think it's a great idea to have a White Lives Matter shirt? Hold on a you second. think that's about fashion success? Well, hold on. He, he, uh, he sold them out the second he put it out there. He, he put out a thing for it, and they were doing this while he's not in it. Sold out. <laughs> Only in post-Trump America. They don't want anything other than their narrative. Anyone that defies their narrative is bad. And they're so good. They're so good. I'm disgusted. I'm, I'm disgusted because I think that as people, we should be standing up for Kanye West. We should be standing against people that steal elections. We should be doing stuff to help people in our community. He is my brother. But I learned more about Tucker Carlson in that moment than I did about Kanye West. You can see the pain that, that, that Tucker Carlson and the anguish he must go through on a regular basis on what he can and cannot say having to hold it all in, and finally God, he started talking about God, and you could see that Tucker Carlson is a man that has an immense amount of faith, and God is using him. So from, from uh, let's, let's switch gears if we can a little bit, because I want to talk about Robert Reich. We talked about him this morning. Um, Robert Reich is a, is a professor at, at one of the lefty loony bins on the left side of the of the ocean, or excuse me, of the, of the country. This guy literally talks about legacy. He questioned those people that are standing up for election integrity's legacy. Well, let me ask you a question, Mr. Professor. What the hell is your legacy? What have you built? Oh, wait, let me tell you what you built. Not a damn thing. You didn't build anything. Let me ask you what you've materialized to make society better. Ah, wait, hold on. I got it for you. Not a damn thing. You attack Kanye West, you white racist. That's what you are. You're racist because he doesn't stand in line. You're a racist and the rest of your little leftist loonies, they're racist too. And guys, listen to me. Kanye West is not speaking about anything. He's not going to be the one to step out and say that. He won't. He'll just wear the White Lives Matter shirt and let it speak for himself. And let people around him talk to him. Oh, no, that's right. They intimidate him. P. Diddy calling him up saying, hey, we need to meet. 
It turned into a thing. Like, I'd have been like in my boxers in the middle of the road. I already made that. I made that thing for Eric Coomer. You want to like meet me? Two years under? old bet now. Huh? It's a two-year-old bet now. Let's go. But they called it anti-Semitic post. He did not write an anti-Semitic post. What he said is, I'm going to go DEFCON 3 on the Jewish... What, what, pull it up for me, if you would. But let me tell you what. Twitter and Instagram, this is David Reich talking because we, we really care what he says. I don't care what he says. But I'm going to write it because it just shows you just how disconnected and tone-deaf these people are. Twitter and Instagram just removed anti-Semitic posts from Kanye West and temporarily banned him from their platforms. It's the latest example of what how good these tech companies are at content moderation or how irresponsible they are for muzzling controversial views from the extreme right. Extreme right. I'm extreme now. Defenders of West, such as the Indiana Attorney General Todd Rokita, are incensed that they've been banned or how arbitrary these giant megaphones are in making these decisions. What would Elon Musk do about Kanye West? Call it the Kanye West paradox. Do the social media giants have a duty to take down noxious content or to post it? And who decides? Put up the post, if you would, please. This is what Kanye West said. Oh, then I got to download it. And we're, I know we're out of time. We only got a couple more minutes here, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get into it, a little bit more truth stuff. If you get a chance to hit the, the share button afterwards to share it with your friends, and I want to say thank you to Damien for the 25 <laughs> different messages <coughs> that I'm getting from him and others oh i see you guys all right um they're all watching they're watching on on a tv by the way <laughs> they all decide to get together and say hey we're going to watch joe because he's talking about ye <laughs> how safe is it is it that i can actually have these conversations with people you've seen him apollo you've been out oh, there yeah. playing football with me oh yeah right these guys were yeah okay so he goes, I, I'm a bit sleepy tonight, but when I wake up, I'm going to go DEFCON 3 on Jewish people. The funny thing is I actually can't be anti-Semitic because black people are actually Jews. So you guys have toyed with me and tried to blackball anyone, uh, whoever opposes your agenda. Okay? That is the one that got him banned from Twitter. That. Okay, let me, let me read it again. I'm a bit sleepy tonight, but when I wake up, I'm going to go DEFCON 3 on Jewish people. The funny thing is I actually can't be anti-Semitic because black people are actually Jew. Also, you guys have toyed with me and tried to blackball anyone, whoever opposes your agenda. What part of that is, what part of that is anti-Semitic? And see, this is the problem. It gets parroted. Do you it think gets, he was proving a point? He gets parroted. And what he basically said is, I'm going to call out all the people in Hollywood that have blackballed me, all the people that are in, in fashion that have blackballed me, that are doing things to hurt me, to hurt my family, the media, the tech giants. But what part of that was anti-Semitic? Please tell me. Maybe you can tell me. Maybe someone in, my co in the comments can say that. What part of that is anti-Semitic? Nobody even describes what anti-Semitic is because you said Jewish people. I'm going to go Defcon, Deathcon three. That's anti-Semitic. What's what is anti-Semitic about it? Well, keep in mind this got him blocked out, right? You know what's still up on Twitter? 
people calling to sexualize kids, people openly making uh, making calls for pedophilia, normalizing pedophilia, calling for the murder of black kids. What kind of topsy-turvy world, you're right, Apollo, what kind of topsy-turvy world are we in where they get to just describe this and say it's anti-Semitic? And then the, the headlines, <laughs> I looked at like 30 headlines. The 30 headlines, here's what I got. You ready? Anti-Semitic tweet. So I was like, okay, where's the tweet? <laughs> the tweet wasn't even there. It wasn't there. Because people are looking at it going, oh, that's, that must be, they said Jewish people. Woo! <laughs> I'm not kidding. That, that is offensive? That was off offensive? Because he's talking about specifically, I know exactly. And you know what? The people in, in tech, the Jewish people, not Jewish, Jewish people, you know, the people that, you know, say that they're Jewish, use it as a, a battle shield to stop anybody from saying anything or criticizing who they are. Weinstein, right? Let's talk about Weinstein. Raped women for 30 years. That's who he's talking about. The Weinsteins of the world. Right? Isn't that who he's talking about? The people that would blackball him because he has a voice? Because they want him to be invisible? Tech companies and media companies have long been the ones to hold the sword on who gets to be noticed and who doesn't. And people, everyone else gets to be invisible. And if you're a hot little girl coming out of school, you can be an influencer and we'll pay you a bunch of money to wear a bikini. We'll let you be heard because you get to be sexualized. We get that. You got the, uh, what's this called? Let me explain something to you. I went to a church and 1,200 people showed up and the pastor's like, I didn't even know that 1,200 people here would show up. And I was like, well, I'm really not anybody, but I'm going to be Captain Obvious today. So if I can walk in and be Captain Obvious. And I had a great time. And one of the people walked up to me and says, why is it the only thing I ever hear is Ben Shapiro? Who tells me what I can hear, and he's right about some of it. But he, he walks away from other topics that these people, these cabalists tell you're not allowed to talk about. That's why they attack me. That's why they attack Kanye West. That's why they attack David Clements. That's why they attack Mike Lindell. That's why they talk, attack President Trump. It, it's because he, he gave you not a seat at the table, but he gave you the, the, the ability to take control of your community. And this piece of garbage wants to tell you that it's anti-Semitic. Please tell me what is anti-Semitic again. Put it back up again. Tell me what part of this is anti-Semitic. I'm a bit sleepy tonight, but when I wake up, I'm going to go DEFCON 3 on Jewish people. The funny thing is I actually can't be anti-Semitic because black people are actually Jew also. You guys have toyed with me and tried to blackball anyone who ever opposes your agenda. He very clearly tells you what it is, but somehow that gets him blackballed. Please tell me what is anti-Semitic about that. Because he said Jewish people? He said on Jewish people, which means he is going to point out the actual Jewish people that are doing bad things to people in their own community, holding up the shield saying, you can't say anything or I'll call you anti-Semitic. That's what it means. I got to be the one to be Captain Obvious for all of you. Now, go out there when you go out there on the social media and say, that's a lie. What did he say that was anti-Semitic? Show it to me. Well, this is what he showed. And then they're going to say, well, this is what he meant by it. Okay. Because you guys are clairvoyant too. No, they spin it to make it sound like something that it's not. And this is why I tell you we're winning. We're not winning. We're bigly winning. 
We're winning so bigly. They can't. They are clawing on the fence, trying to hold on to something they can't hold on to. Because Captain Obvious is literally running, the, ruling the day. And not just me, but other people. Kanye's talking about God. He's talking about commitment. He's talking about leadership. He's talking about leading from the front. Why you were born as a time such as this. You choose to be with them, the oppressors, or those the people over there. You can be a victim if you want. Or you stand in the middle and you put your battle armor on and you go after these people who are evil. That is what Kanye West is doing. And that's what he said here. You know why we're winning? Real quick. We're winning because people like you, people like Tucker, people like Kanye, Trump, and all the other people who have been in this who are speaking truth and doing so despite all the arrows that they take, they are doing that, and that megaphone is reaching the hearts of people. And it's why they use these shields like this, and it's why they want to ban everyone, because just like weak men and weak people who can't compete in the real world, which is what this country is based on, that's the idea of capitalism, is doing things of your own merit and providing value... They can't compete, just like communist ideas, just like all these liberal fever dreams can't compete in the real world. Right. These people have to ban you because their ideas and their speech can't compete. So when people like Kanye and you and all these other speakers speak truth and they do so boldly, it completely destroys everything about their narrative because the real truth completely outclasses any of this nonsense, all of these lies. And 100%. it's what it's the 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 things that they have to offer that you you asked about earlier, it's very simple. They have a lot to offer, but just like the devil, only in this plane. So they will give you fame and attention, but you have to sell yourself out. You mentioned those young girls. They can make all kinds of money and get tons of likes and uh, you know be a little star, but you have to sell your body, but you have to sell your dignity, but you have to be a, a toy, you know, a plaything for. Uh, for the consumers in America. And it's just like all these other politicians, and it's just like Kanye. They'll allow them to have their platform, but the price is you don't cross us because we will take everything from you. Yep. Yep. Yes! I, I got to tell you, Reich goes in a little bit more in depth here. Facebook and Instagram, Google, YouTube, Twitter, and TikTok are the largest megaphones in the world's history. They're contributing to the rise of neo-fascism in America. This lying piece of trash. Robert Reich, you're a piece of trash. You're, you're not educated. You're a moron in an echo chamber of evil. And around the world, inspiring mentally disturbed young men to shoot up public schools, spread dangerous conspiracy theories that are dividing people into warring camps. Dangerous conspiracy theories. Oh, it, it gets worse. So what's going to happen? Last week, the Supreme Court agreed to hear a case involving Section 230 of the Communications Decency Act of 1996, which gives social media platforms protection from liability for what's posted on them. Plaintiffs in this case claim that content carried by the companies led to the deaths of family members at the hands of terrorists. Even if the Supreme Court decides Section 230 doesn't protect the companies, thereby pushing them to be more vigilant in moderating their content, the plaintiffs in another upcoming case argue the First Amendment bars these companies from being more vigilant. Not true. That is not true. And this is what you get when you get the, you get someone that wants to eloquently talk about what should be absolutely obvious. That's not anti-Semitic. That's a partisan hack job crap company called Twitter. Thank God Elon Musk is taking it over. And here's the one thing about Elon Musk. He's another man that speaks truth. He's another man that's not perfect. He's another man that has lots of kids and is, is facing some of the demons of what's happening with grooming inside the schools in his own family. Truth. 
because people are being told that they're guilted into being a good person by giving up on ethics and morals. That's truth. That is truth. But Robert Reich is a moron because Robert Reich doesn't understand that psychotropic drugs were in every single one of the people that shot up those schools. So at the same time, this moron goes and invests in, I promise you he probably does, invest in pharmaceutical company, invest in all of these things. They don't want to talk about what's really happening in our society. It's not the kids are just running in there shooting up places. It's that there's a moral and an ethical decline along with psychotropic, mind-altering drugs being shoved down the throat of nearly every kid in our school system. While they're being taught, by the way, you're, you're weird, you're bisexual, you're uh, neutral, stuff that is not normal. It's not normal. There's a boy and a girl. There's a man and a woman. There's a male and a female. That's it. Now, if you decide to identify as a kangaroo, you're a kangaroo to you and you only, and I don't have to pretend you're a kangaroo. The FBI did state this, though, just so you know. Let's talk about more about truth because of the moron Robert Reich. You're a moron, Robert. And by the way, you come on the show, I'll run circles around you. And we could talk about the things that you think you know from a textbook, and I'll talk about real life. Stuff that you've never lived. Over twice as many killed with knives, cutting instruments, than rifles. Hmm. The FBI's uniform crime report shows that twice as many people were killed by knives and other cutting tools than were killed by rifles in 2021. 3.5 times more people were killed with knives or cutting instruments in 2020 than were killed with rifles. The UCR showed that 454 people were shot and killed with rifles in 2020, while 1,732 were stabbed or hacked to death with knives or cutting instruments. How about that, huh? That's not the negative. Let's take it down. I don't need to do any more. We're done. You guys get my point. You get the point. Kanye West is an instrument of God. He's not perfect, and the media will basically pick apart anyone else's life except for their own. Wait till you hear what I found out about Susan D Dominus from the New York Times. Unbelievable. And I have the receipts. What a, what, what a person that literally, hmm, this is the one that wrote the story on Eric Coomer being a saint. As if a redeemable person with Satan on his arm. I'm sorry. No, the Screaming Pope, which is the, the preferred artist of the Church of Satan on his arm. You know, the, the good guy that runs into a building, drinks, lies. Yeah, writes stories about how he raped his wife. You can call it whatever you want. I call it rape. Domineered. It's no wonder he works for a company called Dominion. Listen, I want you guys to understand something. We are in a great place. There's a lot of great things happening. Go listen to Tucker Carlson. I think that that interview was an aha. I think it was a, a paradigm shift for him. I don't know if it's going to change the way he interviews, but you get to see a little bit of Tucker in that. The truck, Tucker, you can see him. So watch that entire interview. Um, as well as do your best to follow Kanye West so you can get truth. Right? Mm -hmm. Can I say something about Kumar real quick? Yeah. Mentioned, you know, uh, irredeemable people. They want to call yeah. Kanye irredeemable. Eric Coomer, you're redeemable. Come out and, you know, spill it. Come clean. Oh, you can't do that. 
But he could redeem himself. Could. Yeah, because... I'm not going to stop. Apollo, am I going to stop? Oh, absolutely not. Never. I'm not going to stop. I'm going to pursue truth to the bitter end. I just... And it keeps coming out more and more about the election fraud. It keeps coming out more and more that Kanye is... is I bet you those people didn't even watch the interview. I promise you Robert Reich did not watch the interview. I promise Robert Reich did, did not read the tweet. He just parroted their stuff because he wants to talk about how he's an academic. An academic, by the way, is pushing all of our kids to be the most uneducated dummies known to man. While they teach them that social justice and all, ah, kill babies. All right, let's pray. Whew. Listen to me. God is in everything. And it, this is all good stuff. Kanye is literally pulling back. He's doing exactly what our prayers every day have been. It's been amazing. All right. Father God, thank you for the opportunity we have to have this podcast. Thank you for Kanye West. Thank you for Tucker Carlson. Thank you, Father, for the men and women who have stood up and protected our country and made it possible for us to save our nation. Thank you for having them be born at a time such as this. Thank you for the courage that you put on them. Thank you for the boldness that you put in their heart. Thank you for the peace and joy you allow them to have despite all of these uh, propagandists that are out there trying to destroy and bully and intimidate and just preach evil using their instruments of media and technology. Father, I would just ask you to put a, 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 a protection around Kanye West's heart and his mind. I would ask you to protect Protect him as a man. Protect and give him wisdom, discernment. Help him to find those people that he can stand next to that will honor him and stand shoulder to shoulder and be courageous and speak truth and become ambassadors of the truth, Father. And I would just ask you to take those people around him that would cause him harm, handlers, as he calls them. Father, I would just ask you to encourage and protect Tucker Carlson. I would ask you to protect his mind, protect his heart. Father, I would just, I would just ask you to, to give him the wisdom and the courage and the stamina to be able to stand in the gap and do the things that he's doing. He is doing great things. Both of those men are doing great things. Father, I would ask you to bless those people that are in, that are listening right now. Bless the men and women that they may have this courage, may step in the gap, may become leaders among men and women may say and do the things that are necessary for us to, to be able to defeat this evil in our society. Help us to be kind, Father, but also recognize that accountability is necessary. We, we recognize vengeance is yours, but accountability is something we have here, Father. And I would just ask you for, to give us the ability to, have, to forcefully apply accountability to our society, to our community, to our families, to our friends. Help us to be accountable to each other. Thank you, Father. We know we got here because we just didn't pay attention. And we do appreciate and we are very grateful for the veil that you've pulled back. Help us to remain courageous, to be unselfish, and to serve each other. I ask for all of these things, Father, humbly and very gratefully in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. All right. I'll see you guys tomorrow at 10 a.m. Super excited about tomorrow. I think we have a guest, but I don't know who it is. And I always get ahead of my skis on that stuff. We're going to get Steve Cannon on tomorrow. 
Oh, can't count anymore. He's not. He's in. Uh, he's going to be on later this week. Uh, okay. Steve is or uh, can't count is doing some stuff in Antrim County. So uh, we will touch base with him later this week. Yeah, and uh, should have an update on on when Steve's going to be on the show by tomorrow morning. So we'll let you know. Hot diggity dog. All right, Spirit Animal One, Spirit Animal Two. You know what? I'm going to actually ask Tucker Carlson if he wants to be on our show. That would be so cool. <laughs> I don't even know if he's allowed to. Is that even something he could do? Why would he not be? I don't know. I don't know. But I'm going to ask anyway. Hey, listen, God bless you guys. Remember, get on your knees, pray. The power of prayer. It's just an amazing thing. But uh, just know that I'm going to protect you, and you're going to protect me. And in the end, it's all going to work out. God wins. All right, love you all. Take care. If you want to watch Conservative Daily Podcast, we go live Monday through Friday at 10 a.m. Mountain Time and 4 p.m. Mountain Time. You can find us live at conservative-daily.com, on Rumble, on Frank's Beach, where we go live on Lindell TV 2 at those same times, on DLive, and now on Odyssey. You can also find our episodes at brighteon.com. Make sure you also check out the link in the description to go to the Brighteon store and prepare you and your family with the awesome storable food and other products that they have there. You can find us on the audio edition at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Podbean, Audible, and everywhere else. Make sure you go and give us a five-star review and be that ambassador of truth. Share this episode with everyone who needs to hear it. Text the word FREEDOM to 89517 and we'll shoot you a text message when we're about to go live. Check out the description for our link to the daily newsletter so you get access to the fax blasts. We want to thank you for being a listener of Conservative Daily Podcast as we pursue truth and fight to restore our nation. We will continue to provide you with the most important information that the mainstream media will not show you. Now at conservative-daily.com, you have the option to become a member with us. Each membership option varies in access and discounts in regards to the ability to interact with the Daily Facts Blast, monthly savings, access to extra content, and interactions with the hosts and guests of the show. Go to conservative-daily.com and become a member right now for as little as $10 a month. Make sure you check out social media and find us everywhere at Conservative Daily and at Joel Oltman. We'll see you next time on Conservative Daily Podcast. It's time to do the hard work. Let's take our country back, patriots. God bless America.